This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. When life gets crazy, Walmart helps you keep it all together. Now with a little extra help from Instacart. If you need your groceries now-ish, but your options for going to Walmart are later-ish or never-ish, you can get everything delivered through Instacart right to your door in as fast as an hour. Skip the shop and savor more of your busy life with Walmart and Instacart. Visit instacart.com to get free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. Minimum order $10. Additional terms apply. Cameron Westcott and Carrie Brittingham team up for a new weekly entertainment podcast, Cam and Carrie Do Dallas. You know Cam and Carrie from the Real Housewives of Dallas. The most unexpected duo combines Carrie's unfiltered personality and Cam's ridiculous over-the-top perspective so you never know what they're going to talk about. Every week, they answer questions tweeted in from fans and they welcome celebrity guests. So open up a bottle of Shams and come hang with Cam and Carrie. Cam and Carrie do Dallas podcast on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, namaste, bitches. I'm here with my co-host, Melissa Feaster. What's up, Teresa? What's up, our namaste, bitches? You know what it means. It's Wednesday. You guys, I am so happy. I mean, through the roof, extra happy to be talking to you, to be seeing Teresa. It has been quite a week for me. Teresa, as you know, I have been in the hospital for days and days, you know, crazy, randomly, coincidentally, whatever you want to call it. Last episode, we're talking about the the, the nasty comments led to me talking about my health issues and my stomach and this and that. And then remember, I stood up, Teresa, and I showed you how big my stomach was. Like, I yes, wasn't like, that, yeah, it was crazy. Third trimester. So, like, my stomach was like that nonstop. And for 20 years, it goes up and down like that. But the past few weeks, it's been just nonstop. Remember when I even saw you and I was like, yeah. sucking it in? Yeah, no, I know. It was crazy. It looked like you would literally look like you were five months pregnant. Right. So then I'm having, I have the stomach like that. Then I start having crazy, crazy pains. And normally I wouldn't, I'd be like, whatever, like, let's just sleep it off. However, November is not my month. So I, I oh my god, that's crazy. did I tell you this? So yes, last told me last November, I start having the same kind of pains. I end up in the hospital for a week because I have a gallbladder and stomach infection. The year before that, November two, over Thanksgiving, I end up in the hospital again for stomach and colon infections. I missed Thanksgiving. I was alone. It was in the heart of COVID, so I couldn't even have a visitor. So for one week, I'm in the hospital. So this happened the past now three Novembers I've been in the hospital. That's crazy. Oh, my God. That, I'm so sorry you have to go through this. It's been insane. Like, stuck in the hospital. 
Bro. Wait, and you told me you missed Thanksgiving, like the first November. The first, the first one was November, right over Thanksgiving. I had a turkey. I was cooking for the whole family. I missed the whole thing. I literally had to watch them on FaceTime as I'm sitting in a hospital bed by myself. Then the next year, last year, I was in during November, and now November again. Something about November, I am cursed with my stomach. I don't know what it is. So I go to I I. You know, I, I sucked it up because the kids were home. Josh and I put the kids down to bed, and then he had to stay because he had, we have the kids here. So I took an Uber to the ER and been in the hospital since. And like, we still don't really know what's going on. I have blockages in my intestines. We know that, but something else is is triggering all this stuff. And days and days and days. Teresa, I took a colonoscopy prep. I didn't do a colonoscopy, but just, you know, you've had a colonoscopy, right? No, I haven't yet. What? Yeah, I haven't yet. Okay, well, A, you and your butt need to get on that. Oh, my God. I'm, like, terrified of, it. of that. I really am. Uh, well, listen, it, the the worst part is the prep, what you drink. Yeah, I, I don't think I could drink all that stuff. I just can't. I don't well, not, but Josh did one, and it was, like, nothing. It was... Like a, a a size of a pop, a can of pop. It was nothing, but like in the hospital, they have the old school like gallons, like huge. Yeah, and you drank all that. Drank all of it in an hour. Oh my god! And then you're going to the bathroom five thousand times, and they put another person in my room with me while all this is happening. So, hi, stranger. I'm literally flying by them. To like poo my, oh my brains God. out. I mean, but they didn't know. They like they're like we have to flush you. They gave me two enemas. Have you had an enema before? I don't think so. Where they stick the tube up your butt and they no, flush you with water? Definitely not. <laughs> have not had that. No, have not had that. <laughs> You're like exit only for everything. <laughs> so I tried two enemas. All the Miralaxes, all the dead, the dead, the dead, like nothing. My stomach is like Teflon. It just rejects everything. The enemas didn't work. They're like, okay, we have to step up our game. So then they wow. gave me the colonoscopy, colonoscopy prep. That still didn't flush everything out. So here I am stuck. I don't know what's going on. The kids are crying, calling me, FaceTiming me, crying after school. They don't want to come into the house. They're crying before bed. They don't want to go to school. It has just been absolute misery. I'm so sorry. Misery. So back to, again, the comments. People a thousand percent have zero idea what you and I go through unless they really know who we are or they really ask the questions. So like, I, I just cannot take the comment of like, ooh, why are you so thin and all this crap? Like I said, ignore it. Like people shouldn't judge a book by its cover at all. Like you don't know what someone else is going through. So really people need to, if you don't have nothing nice to say, don't leave a comment. Totally. Totally. I, I just, I don't get it. I don't get it. But on the positive side, Teresa, now that I've been in the hospital for so long, I actually, and they had Bravo. They actually had good TV stations. Oh, good. At least, at least good for that. And I'm like, they had Bravo and I got to catch up on all of my shows, including the Beverly Hills final reunion. Okay. I need, I need to know what you think about that. Go. And you know what? I never watch Beverly Hills. 
but I watched the reunion. So what what made you watch the reunion if you've never watched the season? It was just on. It was just on. And um and because you know what made me watch is because I was at BravoCon and I heard all this controversy that was going on. And I was like, what is all this that's going on? You know, I and it's crazy. You know, everybody like filled me in on it, you know, here and there. But I really want to hear your take on it. And then I guess I'll give my opinion. I mean, I guess that's what this is for, right? We give our opinions. Yeah. So here's the thing. As you know very well, and I know very well on a personal level, I don't think everyone is meant to be in your life. Even if it's family, even if it's a friend that you had for 20 years, some people, maybe the time has passed. Maybe they just were never meant to be in your life. Hmm. Yes. I, I I don't think that everyone is meant to be, A, in your life, and two, you're meant to be like best friends with them. Yeah, because unfortunately, shit happens between friends and, you know. Family. Everything, yeah, and life. Like, you know, just like, just like people get divorced, friends get divorced. Right. Shit happens. Like, right. your coworker. You know, holy crazy. It just, oh my God. And that's why when you see someone's true colors, you just need to move on. You know, it's peace for yourself and it's better. It's just, just move on. Like, let, you know, you live your merry life, let them live their merry life and peace on. And, and sometimes, like, I feel like with anything in life, because I've been one to try to do it because I'm a lunatic, I feel like if you try to force something, it's not meant to be and it's not going to work out. Whether yeah. like force a relationship, force anything that you try, you go too hard on, it's not going to work. I feel that it's unfortunate, but I feel that, you know, if we're talking about the reunion, Kyle and Kathy, they're just not meant to be. Like, let's just call it a day. You go on with your life. You go on with your life. You don't have to like, you know, I know your sisters, but Sometimes blood doesn't always mean that you have to be besties, as you know, and I know very, very, very well. Yes. No, I, I know it too well. Yes. So that's where I'm, I'm like, listen, why are they forcing it? They both clearly have issues, very deep, deep so issues. Then, so your thing is- Move on. Yeah. So you, like, you're saying, like, who do you think was wrong, Kyle or Kathy? I think Lisa Rinna was wrong. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. No, because I was a little shocked. Like when they were saying stuff, like, yeah, Lisa Rinna, I think Erica also was. Erica was definitely in. That's not your. And business. like when Kyle was saying stuff, I mean, when, I mean, when they were saying stuff, I don't know. I felt like Kyle should have like stuck up for her sister. I think Kyle should have stuck up for her sister. I think Kyle was torn because she's sitting across with daggers shooting at her from her quote friends, Lisa and Erica. And then she has her sister. But to next me, to her. that's her sister, you know? Yeah. Well, blood is thicker than water. Well, I mean, again, in some cases, right? Again, I don't think not all siblings are meant to look at me and my sister. Yeah, look at me and my brother. Exactly. We know yeah, it very but well. The thing is, I'm I'm a very loyal person. And when I don't get that in return, it like upsets me. Right. And then that's, you know, that's my problem. So maybe, but that's maybe how, that's your answer. Maybe that's how Kathy was feeling. Like, I can't believe you're my sister and you're not sticking up for me. Right. You know, she didn't say it, but you shouldn't have to say it. Right. 
So if someone doesn't have your back, maybe that's your answer. That was like such a Godfather movie. You know, of course we're sisters. We're always going to be sisters. She gives her sister a kiss on the cheek, like the kiss of death. Yeah. Creepy. Right. Yeah. I like that was such like I was like, oh, my God, like like me and Cassie Hilton, like we're totally connected. We really are because I'm all about family and loyalty. And um, like I said, I, I, like, I didn't watch all the seasons, so I don't know. Like, but just by that clip, I was just like, wow, you know, and some people like cry and other people don't like, you know, and like sometimes like people buy into sometimes tears over Kyle's very emotional someone not crying yeah so you can't but I mean look I I was at BravoCon everyone like they were screaming Kathy Hilton's name they booed Lisa Renna and they you know they were everybody was for Kathy Hilton everybody everyone is team Kathy and I didn't watch I didn't even watch the whole season I just watched that one clip of the reunion and I was just like what is that you know yeah and I felt bad for Andy because he was torn too. You could tell he was torn, you know. But to me, it, it, like it breaks my heart when family doesn't have each other's back. It really does. It just does break my heart. But again, I I feel like then that's your answer. Like those true and true, those like ones that you really want by your side. Those are the ones that are going to stand up for you and defend you without you. I always say, if I have to ask you, it's pointless. Oh, yeah. Oh, no. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Right? That's why, like, when, like, Louis first came on the show, and I was like, you know, now I watched the show. Now I definitely watched the show. Now I know why I I never watched it before. Watched your show. Watched Jersey. Yeah, watched my show. Now I understand. Like, I'm just saying, there was a reason why I didn't watch my show, because- I'm watching clips now that people keep posting on Instagram, like old clips. And I'm like, God always has my back. God is looking out for me. Because if I would have watched those clips, it would have not been good. Like back then, you know, like I stopped watching the show season three on and I didn't watch the show. And um, like my mom used to watch it all the time. Like she watched, she didn't miss that one episode. But I guess she just kept everything behind, you know, in the back of her, you know, mind. Like she was watching it. I never watched it because otherwise, me and my we would have we would have never spoke then. Because watching old clips now and seeing the things that they said, I'm just like my it's like jaw dropping, you know. But it's like crazy how this is all coming out now. Like after, like look now, my parents are not here anymore. And it's like everything came out now. Like it's like crazy. It's like the truth always comes out. It's like crazy. So I wanted to ask you, you know, you're saying I'm glad I didn't watch it because it was a lot to see this. However, however, had you watched it, do you think maybe you wouldn't have gone through this misery for seven, eight years because you would have cut it right back then? I don't know. Listen, you can't go back in time. Totally. So totally. I guess the, my thing is my parents were still, you know, my parents, that's my parents were alive and I'm glad I didn't put them through any more heartache than they were already were going through, you know, right. I, I mean, totally. like back then. Yeah. I mean, I, I would go from zero to a hundred very quick. So see, there was reasons why I didn't watch it because look, 
I kept my mouth shut with a lot of things and to try to keep the peace and everything. I did. I did. There's a lot of things I just, well, because I didn't know all this. I wasn't watching the show. You know, I was not watching the show. So it's like, yeah, if I would have watched the show, it would have been like, like 10 times worse. You know, it would have been like, not good. Like, that's what I guess all this was supposed to play out the way it's playing out. If anything, like you said, for your parents and their, them being okay. Yeah. Right. No. Like you would have done it for your parents regardless. Yeah. That's like, you know, even if I heard stuff, like even like, you know, like for instance, when Louis came on, it's like they should have been like having my back without me even telling them. Like I shouldn't have to tell them, like, tell your friend, you know, Margaret to stop. Like they should have been doing it on their own. So that's why when you have, you're right. When you have to tell someone to do something, like, it's pointless. That's big for me. Really big for me. Like I, you should, if you are super loyal and you love me, you have my back and you are there and I don't even have to say a word about it. Like it's just automatic for you, period, the end. And then if they don't, then I have my answer for that too. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp Therapy Online. Okay. So Teresa, especially after talking about everything today, we know that life does not come with a user manual, no matter how much we wish it did. And I know there have been many of times in my life when I've been so overwhelmed by some situation, I couldn't believe I was in it. And therapy definitely helped me out. Therapists are trained to help you figure out the cause of challenging emotions and learn productive coping skills. Therapy really helped me when I was filming Housewives over the summer. First time I had ever done therapy and it really worked. It did work. I'm so happy you did it because a trained therapist is the next best thing to a user manual. BetterHelp has matched millions of people with licensed and vetted therapists 100% online. What? All online. That's incredible. And all you do is fill out a brief questionnaire to match with the therapist. And if things aren't clicking with them, you can easily switch to a new therapist anytime. It's that easy. Really, Melissa? No waiting time? No traffic? No searching and searching for the right therapist? None of that because everyone deserves to feel their best and BetterHelp makes it easier to get started. So get unstuck with BetterHelp. Learn more and save 10% off your first month at BetterHelp.com slash Teresa. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Teresa. So you met Kathy, you love Kathy, you met her at BravoCon, you guys had a great time. You, you know, you said you're very similar. You've known Kyle from the show. No, I just saw Kathy, like, I could read her vibe. Like, I guess she wanted her sister to stick up for her. You know, you, she didn't have to say it, but like, I could just tell, like, you know, here you have this woman, you know, Lisa and Erica saying stuff. And I think she wanted, like, her sister to, like, call them out. And she didn't. So that's it. Like, I have to take notes from Kathy Hilton. <laughs> I do. She, like, class act. I love the way how, you know, she didn't have to say much. And she just knows. And that's it. It was like mic drop. Boom. Like, it's like almost like that dad who doesn't say anything. But when he does, you, like, listen. 
because, you know, the words are very powerful and they're to the point. There's not a lot, but when they do, when they do speak up, it's like, okay, damn, I'm going to, I'm going to listen to this. Yeah, And like, obviously, like I just saw, like, you know, you see, listen, everything's on Instagram. You could, you, it's very easy to read it, to, to see, to read the room, to see what's going on. Right. Like um, they just had their Netflix, I guess, premiere party. Oh, Kyle. Kyle, yeah, yeah, for Kyle Mauricio and the girls. And right. um, I guess for her husband's show and her kids. And like, you know, her sister was not there. I mean, I yeah. know, if, you know, anything that my brother's ever had in Melissa, I've always been there. Right. I've been there. Like, see, things that I've had this year, you know, like, like the, people see the season coming up and then they'll get their answer. But I remember being, I did not miss one thing that had to, I don't, I'm pretty sure you know, I'm sure somebody will call me out if I am, but I really, I don't think I missed anything from Melissa or my brother that they've invited me to. And that's especially, volumes. yeah. I mean, especially definitely on the show, I haven't missed anything because I'm trying to remember now and even off the show, but pretty much everything that they do, is pretty much always on the show. You know what I mean? Like, like right. stuff that, you know, that I need to be there for, for instance. So did you see where Kathy said to Lisa, you're the biggest bully in Hollywood? Yes, yes, yes. I was what do you think about that? First of all, I don't like people like that, you know, because we- Bullies. We, we kind of have that on, I think, on our show too, you know? So, yeah. Like, and I'll let people figure that who the bully is on, on our show. Because like, that's the thing, like, and like, what, and then she, what does she mean by bully? Like, cause I don't really think Lisa Renna has anything on Kathy Hilton or, you know, right. Like, so it's, no, they said that, that, that it wasn't filmed. The meltdown breakdown, whatever happened was not on camera. Cause you know, you know, Bravo would have pulled up those receipts and played that shit back on loop if they had any footage of it. Right. So essentially it came down to. Kathy versus Lisa's word. And that and th- and this is what I said to you. This right. is what's been going on with me and my sister-in-law all these years. Like it was between Melissa and me. It was because it was her word against mine. And right. there was no one saying the truth. No one came out until finally I've been seeing different bloggers, different podcasts that have come forward, you know, and my and my um my first producer on yes. the show, Carlos King, he came forward. We did his podcast, and that was very emotional for me. Like you saw, like we, I cried, I laughed because, you know, I did start the show with him. And you know, remember, he said to me, he's like, when I did flip the table, he's like, you're going to be a star. And I was like, what are you, I, at first I thought he was crazy. I'm like, who, what are you talking about? You know? He called it. Yeah, he really did say that to me. And I was like, I what? Like, I, didn't, I was like, I, and I was mortified for doing that. I was like, oh my God, I, 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 don't, I have never done that before, but I was really upset. And, you know, and it's like, you do what you see growing up. And that's what I did, you know? And I was really pissed off. Like, she, I had enough of her. You know, what was going on of Danielle. So, okay. So you bring up Carlos King, which I was, you know, wanted to talk with you about because we did just go on his podcast. Carlos is awesome. Uh, I had such a fun time doing his podcast. He clearly has very genuine, real love for you. You guys started it all together season one. Yeah. So he saw you, the all of the Teresa behind the scenes. 
you know, he saw everything. Season one and two. two. Season one and two. Yeah. And you know, what made me cry is that he knew he loved my parents so much. And you know, look, he even like, he loves Joe and like, he like, he, he filled you in on everything. Like, which I, which I'm glad he did Melissa. So you could, so you could know, like really get to know who I really am even more so because you know, it's always good to have a reassurance, like, because you know what? It's it's scary out there. Like when people, you know, it's like you want to make sure you have good people around you in your life, around your family. You know, totally. It is scary. Like it's just crazy. Like it's life. That's what happens. People turn on you. Shit happens. You know, they, it does. So you just gotta, you know, don't take it personal. I guess you know, and just try to move on in life. You know, but. Do your best to try to surround yourself with good people. Good people. Yeah. And get the negative away. And unfortunately, even that negative can be family, right? Oh, of course. Yeah. I mean, we're not blood, but I consider you as close of a family member as other ones. So I, I, I just, you know, I guess at some point, blood, not blood, it comes down to does this person bring happiness to my life? Right. Or does it bring negative and like all that stuff to my life? And that's your answer right there. And yeah, I- and you could see that right away. You know, it, it doesn't. I mean, I'm a very good judge of character, even though I'm very a little too trusting. But you do get like a gut feeling, you know. So you know when when something's not right. Well, you know, I liked doing Carlos because you know, he knows you, right? And it has been for a very long time, Teresa versus the Melissa. Like she said, she said stuff, right? Mm-hmm. So I, you know, and he wasn't trying to be messy. He wasn't trying to be shady, but he was like, listen, this is the truth, right? And bringing to light that you really didn't know how they got on the show. Melissa was chasing after producers. No, I already knew that. I, I already knew that. Like I knew she was she was contacting Carlos King. She was speaking to Danielle behind my back. But you didn't know that when they first got on. And that was the whole point. Oh, no, well, Carlos did say to me, your sister-in-law keeps um, DMing me. Oh, right. Like she was con- she, or on Facebook. She kept like messaging him. She was contacting him. And then that's when I put two and two together. When she got, a, when I got the phone call saying that she's going to be on the show, I'm like, that. It's like ding ding. Like that's why she's like was contacting him. You got it. You know. And then I found that like a few months ago, it was like that Danielle put out all these emails out there that Melissa was emailing her trying to get on the show. It's like so crazy to me. So I have Carlos King validating it. Danielle stop. She posted the emails out there that Melissa was contacting her. This other producer came out and said it. It's like so crazy to me. It's like it's like mind boggling. It really it's like it's so sad that your own family could do this to you. Like it's just so sad. And then here I am, all these years saying it. She's lying right through her freaking teeth, looking at me, saying, you know what? It's my word against yours. Nobody's right. Gonna, nobody's going to ever come out and say it. But look, guys, this is why I put good out there because right. you know what? The truth always comes out. So put out there what you want to get back in life. If you don't, well, if you want to get positive back in your life, then put positivity out there. Because if you don't want negativity in your life, then don't put anything negative out there. Because it right. always comes back 
around to bite you right in the ass. Teresa, I am obsessed with Uncommon Goods, and I think I'm going to do all of my holiday shopping on their website. They legit have the coolest stuff, such unique gifts. I got these awesome kebab grilling baskets, not for Josh. He does not know how to grill, cook, or anything. However, my dad and father-in-law love, love, love grilling. So I got these coolest kebab grilling baskets. Melissa, you know I'm all about the love, love, love. So I just ordered this cute heart-shaped waffle maker. It really makes the cutest little heart-shaped waffles. Love, love, love. So Uncommon Goods, you guys, is here to make your holiday shopping stress-free. And when you shop at Uncommon Goods, you're supporting artists and small independent businesses. And they've got everything. Jewelry, stuff for your kitchen and home, really meaningful, out-of-the-ordinary gifts. Yes, a lot. And a lot of the products are made in small batches. So shop now before they sell out this holiday season. And with every purchase you make, Uncommon Goods gives back a dollar to a nonprofit partner of your choice. They've donated over $2.5 million to date. That is incredible. So now to get 15% off your next gift, go to uncommongoods.com slash namaste. That's uncommongoods.com slash namaste for 15% off. Don't miss out on this limited time offer, Uncommon Goods. We're all out of the ordinary. Well, you know what also like resonated with me, which you and I had never talked about? That you, when we were talking to Carlos, you said, I saw my close friends, Jacqueline, Dina, Caroline, all family, sisters, sister-in-laws. I saw them go through hell within their family and all the fights. And you had said, I would never want that with my brother. Yes, because I knew, like, this is this is one thing I have to, I have to give credit to where credit's due. And I'm going to give a compliment to Caroline, Dina, and Jacqueline. They never aired their dirty laundry out there. Like, I know stuff, of course, behind the scene that, cause that, that's why I, I, like, I knew what was going on. And I was like, and like, but they, look, they never aired their dirty laundry on national TV. You see? So for everybody to know that, they kept it private. Private, they kept it. And I have right. to say, I compliment them for that. You know, because yeah, like, nice that's that how weren't. my family, like, first of all, we, before this whole fame thing, before being on TV, I had none of this. And if this was, you know, I'm just saying like, I wish I would have showed America what I, growing up with my brother and my parents, how life was really was. Cause everybody, me and my brother were like best friends. Everybody used to be so jealous. They used to say to me, you and your brother have the best relationship ever. Like, how do you guys do it? And we're like, what do you mean? How do we do it? It's just, right. I don't know. We just love each other. He's my brother. We used to always have each other's backs. It was like, so it was like not even a question. And then I wish that's how it would have showed family, like how our family really was not like this disgrace that's been playing out for over 10 years. Right. It's not something I'm proud of. And it's not something I signed up for. Right. I want to make, put that very clear out there. Like if my brother was on TV first, I would have never, ever went behind his back and tried to get on his TV show. 
and cause what happened the past decade. Because you saw what happened to your good friends, to the Manzos, to Dina, Jacqueline. You saw how their family got blown up. Yes, but it's, it's just not how I roll. Like I would have just gotten my own TV. I would have been on another TV show if I right. really wanted to be on but TV. But that plays into the fact of you, because it was always like Teresa knew, no, she didn't. It no, was like I that. Not, right. yeah. so it, but that just plays into the fact that you didn't and, know. And my thing is, why was I so adamant about it? Like, that's the thing. Why was it was always, I always had a problem, like, because it was the truth. Like, Melissa never said, well, Teresa, you know, help me explain this right. Like, she never brought it up because she had nothing to bring up because, you know, like, it, it bothered. Right. No, she, but she, she didn't want things exposed because she never had a bad taste in her mouth about, you know what I mean? About me. I had a bad taste in my mouth because I know what she was, what right. she did to me. And the whole sprinkle cookie thing, like to put that out on Facebook. Oh my like, God. And I, this is the thing. And I, it wasn't even me that threw out her sprinkle cookies. You know that, right? It wasn't even me. It was my mother-in-law. And here yeah. I was trying to give her good right. advice. And now, and then I made, you know, then when I started the show, I was just, I said it the shortcut way. Like, yeah, she brought me sprinkle So I threw them in the garbage. It wasn't, that wasn't the case, Melissa. She brought them over. My mother-in-law was kind of making fun of her. My, you know, like they were all making fun of her, like that she brought. So my whole thing, it's like, and I was trying to give her good advice as a sister-in-law. And like, you know, like time go to the bakery and get like nice pastries. But yes, like bring it. Step know, it up that's a little how Italians, bit. You know, they, they like that. And then she puts it out on Facebook trying to make me look bad. Like, and, and trying to make, like, you know, because she was pregnant. She's like, can you believe, like, my sister-in-law did this to me? And it's like, look. And it worked. Like, she put well, that story out on Facebook. The Bravo's executive producers saw it. They're like, oh, my God, we're going to eat this. They, they ate that all up. Let's Trust run with this. Exactly what she was doing by right. putting that out on Facebook. And they saw that. And they saw that, oh, my God, this is, like, this family is going to be Cha-ching, cha-ching, like they're going to bring the drama fight, you know, and like it, it's something that I never wanted. And the thing was, it's like when they got on the show, why should I get off the show? Like they weren't going to chase me off the show. Like this is something that came, like I started. So it's like, cause some people are like, well, why didn't you quit the show? Right. Why should I quit? Like I'm the one that started it. They weren't going to chase I've been me on off. It. Right. You know, well, I think also too, like a deeper conversation that we've had is that things like that story, like the sprinkle cookie story is that you and I have talked many times where you're like, I don't want people to think I'm this like mean table flipping, you know, hothead popping off chick. Like that's not who I am. I really am namaste, but these things and like the, he said, she said, made me look like that. And that I think is the big, it's not the cookies. It's not the freaking talking to Danielle. It's the, it made you look one way and you're really not that way. Like when people always like, what's, what's so surprising about Teresa? Like this table flipping chick. I'm like, she's not the table flipping chick. It's like, put yourself in my shoes. And like the first episode that was taped was the christening. Like the, I get the phone call, you know, and like before this, I was telling Melissa and Kathy, my sister, Melissa and Kathy, my cousin, I was telling them everything that was happening on my show. So they were knew everything that was happening, like with Danielle and everything, 
like it was just such a backstab move. Then when we start filming season three, it starts with the christening. You know, it's not going anywhere good if that's the first the first scene you guys are that filming. That was the first ep- like scene. I was just like, and then I already said congratulations to them at the church. So the producers are like to me, did you say congratulations to your brother? And I said, yes, I said congratulations to my brother. They're like, well, we didn't get it on camera because they didn't get it on camera because there was no cameras allowed in the church. So then I went up to my brother at the table to say congratulations. You know, I was, they had to get it on camera. That I, I'm like, oh, I'm saying congratulations. I, and I'm like, and then he flipped, like he flips out on me. I was like, you're kidding me, right? And then I told you like what I told Carlos, which was mind boggling to me. I just went out to eat with my good friend. Lisa J. I, that's her. I, I, short, I shortened her last name. I call her Lisa J. She was there for my children when I was in jail. She was the aunt they, that they never had. She like wined and dined them. She did like she was like she was like the best aunt ever. Right. She had an apartment in the city. She they slept at her apartment. She took them all over the city wherever they wanted. My girls wanted to go. Lisa would take them. She was the best aunt ever. She really was. Like the girls adore her. Um, I adore her. I'll never forget because you know when somebody does something like that for your children, Melissa, your mom, like you'll never forget that. Yeah, you'll never like my Game kids will never forget. Yeah, totally. I will never forget. My mother adored her. Right. My, my mother adored Lisa. Adored her. Did she tell you something about the? Yes. She. They were married. I mean, she was married. She was only thirty something years old, like beginning thirties. Like she didn't have to be doing this for my kids, you know. And like, right. And like she, she really cared for me and my children. Like she loved them. And and let me tell you another thing. Before I went to jail, and then we'll, I'll go back to what my what my mom told what my mom told Lisa. Before I went to jail, I, you know the movie Stepmother? Yes. Well, I felt like that movie. Like I felt like the mother that was dying So because I was going to jail. So I made sure that every weekend I did something special with my kids. Oh. I swear I did because I, I, like, I'm like, I don't want them to forget about me. Like, you know, I was like going to jail for 11, okay. 11 what is it? 11, I went, months. 11 and a half months, right? Yeah. So anyway- my thing is, um, I was like the stepmother, like trying to do something special with my kids every weekend. So that's how I felt. So, and then Lisa was hanging out with us too, seeing all this and saw how much like it was killing me to like leave my children. And um, yeah, and she would come and see me at, in jail with my children. She was like a great person, like something I'll never forget. And recently I just thanked her on Instagram. Yeah, we saw. Yeah, it's nice. So anyway, so, nice. so anyway, my, and then when I went out the, with her the other night, she travels a lot. She's single. Like I'm a mom. I have four kids. Right. Then I different life. Then I met Louie and all this stuff. Uh, I invited her to my wedding, but she couldn't come because she was in Italy. But finally, I was like, I need to see Lisa. Like I need to, you know. Finally, we got together, and then I thanked her. And then look, see how things happen. Like and and she's like, your mom told me. She's like, your mom told me something. I said, what? Because like my mom, I guess, opened up to her and told her things that she didn't tell me because she probably didn't want, want me to get upset. And right. she's like, well, you saw what my son did at the christening. He did that because you see how Teresa got famous flipping the table. So like she was trying to say like uh, my brother acted that way 
so violent and like banging on the table and like causing a commotion and everything. Like sort of like what I, like that would be his moment. Correct. That that would be his moment. And you know what? That's something like when she told me that I was just like, That's insane. Wow. That's absolutely, that's Like crazy. now this is like, look, my mom passed away five years ago. And like, this is Lisa tells me this like five years later. Just now, like you just found it's this so out. crazy like now that I'm at peace with everything. Like right. now that I don't speak to my brother anymore, my brother and my sister are out of my life. And and I'm I'm so at peace with it because now I could talk about it and be like just because it, sometimes it's good to talk about it like it like anything else like when you go to a therapist right. you got to get it out and you get it out and then but like and now because I remember you, I used to talk about it and I used to be so enraged about it because like you know this is like your blood and you're like how could my blood do this to me you were hurt oh my god hurt is is beyond hurt like yeah like heart wrenching like devastated, like, can't believe it. Like, so it's like, now I could talk about it. And I am a piece at it. But see how like, the truth always comes out that five years later, I meet with my girlfriend that was so close with my mom. And I said to her, I want to, I want to know more. I'm like, you have to remember, because I know my mom opened up to you. You know, and I wanted you to tell me I, I could handle anything. Now you just, t- you need to tell me. And it's just crazy how things come out, you know, how things come out in life. And like the truth always comes out. That's why always put good out there, guys. Don't put anything negative because if you do, it's going to come right back at you. You get what you get. Yes. It's so true. It's you get so what true. you get. It's so true. It, it really, really is. And then people say to me, well, you had your karma because I've heard that one or I think about it too. Like when I went to jail. Like, why did I have to go to jail? And it's like, I guess in a way, being with Louie now, I'm like, I'm okay with all that. Cause maybe I had to go through all that to get to Louie now, because like, you know, he is my soulmate. He is the love of my life. And maybe if you hadn't gone to jail, you would still be with Joe. Yes. And who knows where your life would be. True. But then also going to jail wasn't like the happiest. It wasn't, I was not happy at all because I had to leave my children, but I guess because being married to Joe, like Joe had karma and I was married to him. So when you're married to someone, sometimes you get their karma. Yeah. Yeah. You get their karma. So that's like another thing that, you know, like Louie and I make sure we all, we want to put good out there. I mean, Louie, he's like, oh my God, he puts always good out there. If anything, I learned so much about like just being more forgiving, more, more, you know, letting things go like he's, he got me more, definitely more namaste, more namaste than ever, more namaste than ever. And I can't wait for everyone to see the new season because they're definitely going to see definitely like more of the, the Teresa, like that I am and like that I really am, you know, not someone that's always getting triggered and always getting, I felt like a punching bag for the past yeah. 10 years. And I you're was defensive. You always had your, you always had your hands up and you're blocking yes, your punches. Exactly. Like, you know, I got. Like my freaking abs are like tight as anything because I get punch, 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 and duck and duck and duck. You know, like so it's like I, you know. All right, Tyson. All right, Tyson. <laughs> no, but I mean that's. It, I mean it was it was crazy, but all you know. Listen, I'm I'm all good. It's good to to talk about it and get it out. And guys, listen. If you guys want to get something off your chest, please. Yes. And if you need help and you want our opinion. Our, our advice on what to do, you know, please, you know, 
reach out to us. We would love to like help you. You know, and Teresa, we've talked about this a lot of times. There's a difference between being messy and talking shit and just speaking your truth. And that's why private conversations that we've had, I've always said, let's talk about this. You're not talking shit. You're speaking your truth. And by the way, everything you're saying is now coming to light. The truth is coming to light. So it is good. You're not being messy. You're not, you know, you're, you're not talking shit. You're just speaking your truth. And I think that is the big difference between getting something off your chest, moving toward healing, positivity, feeling better, because you're not going below the boat. You're just saying a fact is a fact is a fact. Like this is what happened. And I'm talking about it because it makes me feel better. It, it releases this crap, makes me more namaste, makes me more positive and all that stuff. So, you know, that's why I'm happy that we talk about this stuff as painful as it was for you. Now, look at you. Look at what we just talked about. You're not freaking riled up. You're not like all fired up because you're just speaking the truth. It's nothing that you're getting defensive about. Yeah, no, I'm very at peace now, like very at peace just because this has been something that's been so damaging to me, like, you know, for, for my, you know, just thinking about the whole thing, like so hurtful. So like, it's just like devastating everything. Like, it's just like when your family like crosses you like this, especially when my brother and I were so close growing up, you know, and right. then to, to be side, side swipe like this, like, you know, it's like, it's sad. It's heartbreaking. Yeah, no, it's very sad. And you know what? And that's another reason why I like talking about this because look, you were talking about it and it was something that you and I could connect on because I've been through it. I deal with it with my own sibling, right? With my own sister. And what did we say on the phone? How many other people in this world and listening to our podcast have been through it too with a sibling, with a parent, with a friend, with a coworker? Like, this is something so relatable to everyone's life. And as, as difficult as it might be for us to go through, it's good for us to talk about because someone listening might actually be like, oh my gosh, I'm not the only one dealing with this. Yeah. No. Or what do I do? Or this you is know, so relatable. It, it's so it relatable. It's so and relatable because it happens in so, unfortunately, unfortunately, it does happen in a lot of families. Like, you know, I, I wish I was you know, the family that it didn't happen to, because I wish I just wanted peace. Like if it was up to me, none of this would have happened. Cause that's just not how I roll. I'm all about like family to me is everything. Right. But like, and then, but in real life, like that's, this shit happens. Unfortunately, you can't plan for it. You know, you have to just take the punches and move forward as best as you can. You are moving forward amazingly. I'm still like, I still deal with it all the time. I'm trying to find how to, to figure it out. And I'm sure a lot of people listening are going through the same thing and they can relate. And maybe if we can help them, like you guys aren't alone. Tell us your story. How can we help? Like throw some ideas off of us. That's why you guys, if you listening have stuff like this, anything, it can be this family stuff. It can be anything. I mean, the amount of messages I got, Teresa, after I talked about the comments about my weight and my stomach issues. Oh my gosh, Teresa, the, the, the messages I got, like, I'm so happy you talked about this. I suffer from IBS or I suffer from this. It's so nice to know I'm not the only one dealing with this and going through it. They were like, those messages were just 
unreal. So if us talking about shit and the hard stuff we've gone through can maybe help somebody else to feel better, like you're not alone, you're not the only one going through this, then you know what? Then I feel like our job is done. Yeah. And then with me, like with you, Melissa, at least you're not going through this on national TV. Like that's what was even more hurtful going through this on national TV, you know, because like if you're not going through on national TV, you know, maybe you, people could reconcile, but it's like, like I've been dragged through the mud, beat the F up, you know, like I'm like, like, that's why you're done. done. I'm done. I'm at peace. And that's it. Like, I wish them well. I hope they wish me well. And if they don't, let's just leave me be, please. Agree to disagree. Namaste. Yes. Namaste. Namaste and love, love, love. But you guys, whether it's family stuff, whether it's freaking, you know, I mean, you guys, I was just all this hospital stuff and I've been in the hospital and like all this, like going through what I've been going through, anything we want to hear from you guys too, because we know that you're all going through your own stuff. So if you do have stuff that you want to talk about, you want us to share, give our thoughts, opinions, tips, whatever it may be, don't forget, you can hit us up. You can email us. That's at namastebpodcast at gmail.com. Or, of course, call us anytime at 424-241-0410. And on that note, thank you so much as always for listening. You guys, I can't tell you enough. Teresa can't tell you enough. Thank you so much for supporting our amazing sponsors. It helps our podcast. It keeps us jamming. And we so appreciate We also appreciate you guys following, rating, and reviewing Namaste Bitches wherever you get your podcasts. And don't forget to follow us on Instagram too. That's at Namaste Bitches Pod. Teresa, where can they find you? At Teresa Judice. And I am at Melissa Feaster. Thank you, as always, for tuning in. And we will see you next Wednesday. Love, love, love you guys. Bye.